Welcome to episode 271 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And I am Ollie Spike and I'm coming from Darawal country. Hello, Ollie. Welcome. How are you? Pretty good, thanks, Mel. Uh, I must admit, I'm absolutely sweltering. Um, I don't know what's happened to the air conditioning in the, the podcasting studios at the moment, but the fan is not cutting it and uh, I'm sweating up a storm. It's pretty warm down here in Melbourne as well as we speak. I've got everything closed up for recording purposes again this week in my office and uh, <sighs> it's stifling. But worth noting, it was also warm yesterday, Ollie, and both of us... Both of us, unbeknownst to each other, attended music festivals. Yeah, how about that? Uh, forget Parkrun. Uh, it was all about the arts, mate. <laughs> it was. How nice was it to go and sit outdoors and see live music again? It felt bizarre, wonderfully bizarre. Uh, I think it's, what is it, surreal but nice is the term. I was really surprised because I, I only noticed, I think this morning, on social media, I saw a post pop up with you saying, well, showing that you were at your music festival and you've mm. got your photo there with the screen, um, with the stage. And I was like, I couldn't believe it because I didn't tell you I was going to one. You didn't tell me you were going to one. And we we did it on the same day. That was weird. That's right. Our communication's so good we don't even communicate. <laughs> <laughs> Who were you there with? Uh, so this was a very much belated Christmas present. Um, I'm not sure which year it was from. Uh, naturally, the festival was something that was to occur some time ago but was postponed due to COVID. Fortunately for us, it actually went ahead and I was able to attend with mum because it was a Christmas present for mum and was accompanied by Hannah and Kathy as well as my auntie, Hannah's partner, and a, a friend of Hannah's too. So we didn't all sit together, but, yeah, still had a nice time, caught up throughout and thoroughly enjoyed it despite having no shade whatsoever. Well, neither did we. I am a little yeah. bit um, tinged red. I wouldn't say I'm burnt because I've got no pain, but I, I am a little bit tinged red <laughs> in a few places where I did apply 50-plus on more than one occasion during the day. But I probably spent seven hours sitting in the sun, so I guess that's not uh, unusual. But it was my first time at a music festival, and that's a tick on my bucket list. First music festival. Yeah. What a tick. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I, I was clueless. Mm. I'm like checking and I'm trying to read all the emails and I'm like, do I bring my own chair? What do I do? Am I allowed to bring food? I don't know. don't know what to do. So what were your observations, Mel? How was the experience? Uh Really less stressful than what I expected, really <laughs> casual. Everybody yes. just rocks up with their eskies and their picnic blankets and their deck chairs and their cowboy hats and everybody just chills and dances and, yeah, just not as uh, structured and strict as I expected it would be. So I went with my sister. Mm -hmm. I bought her a ticket. I bought us both a ticket for her 40th birthday. Uh, but I did get the impression that the people in the big groups, they were having way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a new thing to add to your bucket list is music festival with, with more people next time. Exactly. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, yeah. I could even tourist. I could do a parkrun adventure attached to a music festival. Ha! Oh, Mel, you've hit a sensitive nerve there. 
Why? <laughs> so Kathy and I have been deliberating around parkrun tourism and um, because we've got all these wonderful opportunities, we're so fortunate to be able to travel and to make plans with, I guess, should I say less uncertainty than before? Mm-hmm. This will all come back and smack me in the face in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think we're, we're, we're feeling that we're almost overdoing it and so we were eyeing off a particular music festival and a particular, let's call it, territory I haven't been to um, in a couple of months that really would have ticked a lot of boxes for us. But, yeah, just it's a bit too much, you know, we probably can't take the kids and <laughs> with all of these other great experiences planned um we may not may not get to do that one oh, but uh it sounds fun ollie i want yes. to know where it is because i want to come too <laughs> <laughs> uh there's always time to to live out a big list hopefully yeah and so i really do endorse big tick on that idea of uh, anything you can associate with a bit of tourism and a bit of you know supporting the supporting the economy supporting the arts who have suffered so much lately as well um so many people so many jobs yeah that's the point isn't it um and throwing a bit of parkrun tourism everybody wins i noticed that the acts that we had in Melbourne or at Werribee, at mm. Werribee Park, they were just so excited to be performing. These bands, some of them were saying they hadn't performed live in two years. They were so excited to be there. Yeah, likewise, likewise. I, I should ask, so uh, for the listeners, who, do, who did you listen to, Mel? Who did you see? Oh, okay. So we saw in Melbourne, we saw Chocolate Starfish. Oh. Um, yeah, Vicar and Linda Bull, mm-hmm. The Black Sorrows. Oh. John Stevens, oh. The Living End, and Jimmy Barnes was the headline. Yes. And Barnesy had Diesel as his <laughs> <laughs> special guest performer, which was an added bonus. Yes, yes. And look, for our overseas listeners that may not be too familiar with our Aussie music industry, uh, yeah, we recommend a bit of um, music searching and, and have a listen to the catalogue there. Yeah, especially some, some good Barnsey and Diesel, that's for sure. Mm. And what about you, Ollie? Who did you hear? Uh, so a big highlight for us um, because uh, she crosses, let's just say if, if this individual went to a park run, she would be my favourite person in the world. She's already Hannah's favourite person in the world. Uh, so Montaigne represented Australia at Eurovision, albeit from Australia, oh. last year. Um, so she combines my love for Eurovision, for the Hottest 100. She's loves the round ball game as well and uh so we finally got to see her live as part of the acts much like your description of of the artists that have been waiting for gigs uh next up was casey chambers and uh, oh wow you saw casey chambers and i haven't seen casey chambers live so renowned aussie country singer casey actually this was on a sunday casey had received the call on a thursday night because the other act couldn't attend and yeah she and the band hadn't had a gig in nine months, so not quite as long as as your performers, Mel. But they were thrilled, and I think that was the you know the sentiment throughout is just how excited everyone was to be back out there. Some of the other acts, um, you know, uh, maybe not widely known, but uh, bands uh, Boy and Bear. Um, there was a relatively new band called Holy Holy, who were in Triple J's Hottest One Hundred this year, and did a collaboration with a local band as well around my neck of the woods um john butler 
and oh, I know them. Yes, and, John Butler Trio. Yeah, and the Teskey Brothers were the headliners for us. So a very sort of soul and and sort of blues finish in the dark, which was lovely. Tamworth has a music festival, Ollie. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yes. But how was your parkrun morning? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. We're a parkrun podcast. That's right. I, look, I was at Shell Harbour, which meant it was fantastic. It, <laughs> it was also warm, uh, particularly because a few of us began the day whippersnippering the course. Oh. Uh, so, it, look, it's it's summer in Australia. It's growing season. But unfortunately, we haven't quite had the maintenance around the area as we would have liked. So we put a call out and a few of us managed to do a bit of whippersnippering. I actually went there and did a bit of pruning in the week as well. So. Oh. My uh, my green thumb is getting a workout. <laughs> but fantastic morning. Uh, enjoyed it with another wonderful group of volleys. I was run director and uh, it'll be the first of a few weeks at home. So it's it's hitting the spot. How are numbers this week? It's starting to creep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still had a nice number of first timers, a couple of visitors. So for Shell Harbour, typically we would be pushing 300 easily at this time of year. 168. Yep. So, yeah, we're still seeing the Omicron wave and naturally and understandably a number of people that are not returning to Parkrun at this point, but starting to push up. Very good. What about yours, Mel? I was at Toolan Creek this last Saturday and I was the first timers briefer person. Ah, yes. (laughs) And I really enjoyed that role. Uh, It's not one I've done very often in the past. Um, Mm. I've probably only actually done it at juniors once maybe or twice. But, oh, hello, Paul's just come in to top my drink up for me. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Thank you, Paul. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He's just commenting. Um, The only first-timers that we had at Toolan Creek this week were tourists. So right up my alley. Oh, perfect. So stood there and obviously didn't need to worry too much about the details of, you know, make sure you give the token back and you don't need to worry about your barcode until the end. Didn't need to worry about any of that stuff because everybody was all across how Parkrun worked. It was just, um, Mm. you know, explaining the course and welcoming them to Toolan Creek and and having a chit-chat about, oh, you know, where do you come from and what, other events have you done have you been have you been to pepper tree you should go to pepper tree (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah and that kind of thing that was really nice and uh yeah they were quite happy with the course and um that's that's great it's nice to hear that Tulin's getting getting a bit of love from the adventuring public. Yes, our adventurers were people that were passing through the area. We had uh, adventurers that hailed from as far as Lilydale area and Maribyrnong, I believe. So that was really nice. But you know what I had to do, Ollie? Like standing there chatting to them about their alphabet challenge and how many events they've done and I'm like standing there keeping my mouth shut like don't mention the podcast, don't mention them. <laughs> I didn't want to feel like I'd come to park run and I was trying to self-promote. <laughs> I don't know, is that wrong? Like, should I have? I didn't, but I didn't. I didn't say anything. I thought, oh, no, don't go there. 
Yeah, in, in their own time, Mel. I, I'm with you. I'm not much of a self-promoter either, so <laughs> we'll catch them down the track. Hopefully they can uh, jump on and share some of their, their challenge achievements as they progress further along. But it was strange, Ollie, because I, I came home and granted I had to, I got halfway home and then realised I'd left my travel coffee mug at Park Run, so I had to turn the car around, go back, try and sneak in and retrieve it without looking too conspicuous mm. and then um, <laughs> return home for the second time. And I was home and just like by 9am thinking, oh, what do I do for the rest of the day? <laughs> I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Park run was all over and done with so quickly. I'm not used to that. Oh, uh, I suppose I think that's what they call relaxation, Mel. <gasps> I know. So I literally just sat at my computer for half of the day looking at Facebook and parkrun results and waiting for my email, refresh, refresh, refresh. I did have that experience to some extent recently too. Uh, But (laughs) all in all, still sounds like a really positive morning, Uh, even if you missed out on the road trip and (laughs) the silo art and all those great things. It was really nice. And, you know, I've often felt because I've only recently moved over to this side of town and I, I haven't had a lot of time because I'm a tourist to connect with the people at Tulin Creek, but probably since I've been involved with juniors at Ainsbury, I have got to know a lot more people in the community. So it was a nice surprise to be getting people going, hi, Mel, hi, Mel, saying hello, and I, I felt a lot more engaged Lovely. Hmm. I trust that they'll see a lot more of you then, Mel. I am going to be more regular locally Ah. in the next, yeah. So, Brendan Peel, he's given me a challenge. Okay. But he's a bit cheeky. (laughs) He's challenged me to get to 100 park runs at my home park run. Oh. Bearing in mind, I am now sitting on 16 at Toolan Creek. Oh, okay. And Brendan's about at 68 at Albert Park. Yes. Look, it is a a difficult one to achieve if you are pursuing a number of other challenges, that's for sure. <laughs> so I don't know what my hopes are to make good on that challenge. However, I did previously have 70 events that I'd run at Berwick <laughs> Springs, right. but apparently I'm not allowed to include Berwick Springs. Oh, well, I mean, you could you could be a hybrid one. Maybe there's a club for the, uh, the relocationers, <laughs> the relocating passionistas. Is that what we call it? I think I need to accumulate. The relocationistas. Or add up my local area park runs because I frequent um, Wyndham Vale quite a lot. Ah, okay. So those park runs, the lap club, the, the park runs in your lap, local area park runs. Oh. Yep, there you are. Are you listening, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the rules. No, no, I'm not I'm not overruling Brendan. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't heard that right. Uh, that challenge still stands well. I'll challenge him. <laughs> <laughs> He's been cheeky with me. Uh, but, Ollie. Yes. We've got some other things to recap from last week. We do. So we had some feedback about our discussion last week on the golf club and the famous five club. Mm. Now, this led to the idea from the informant of an index, like four by four letter events, five by five letter events, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. I I could see where this is going. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so the intern did some quick calculations in her lunch break and discovered that there are only two people 
so this is in Australia, I, I might add. Ah, uh, okay, yes. The yep. informant does tend to just look at Australian stats. I apologise to the rest of the world, <laughs> <laughs> all the rest of the world that listen to us. So there's only two people who have four by four letter events, Sean Fitzgerald and Neil Barnett. Uh-huh. And so it goes, they have 5x5 five five and 6x6 six six all the way to 13x13. 13 13. Okay. Neil Barnett has 14x14. 14 14. Well, so that's not surprising, Ollie, because he tops the Australian most events list. Yes. So if anybody's going to have him, it's going to be Neil. That's right. Yes, yes. But so, so far, nobody has 15x15. 15 15. I can see how the strategy would work here. You don't waste your time with these long-winded name events. You've got to you've got to build up. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to those long-winded name events that are listening. I'm just jealous. I haven't been to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a club for the people that went to the events with the longest names. If there isn't, we can create one. Yes. Yeah. While we're while we're in creation mode. Yes. <laughs> now Peter Polman also admitted that he was actually wrong last week oh. when he gave us advice that there was only one three-letter event name in the world. Okay. Because there's two, apparently. Ah, okay, yes. But uh, thank you to Peter for letting us know. Yes. Would you like to tell us what they are, Ollie? I'd love to. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Pronunciation feedback is most welcome, but I understand they are air and elk. I believe so. And if we have any listeners in Wales that want to be our Welsh correspondent for pronunciation, please get in touch. That's right. Yeah. Which is interesting. You could almost have an air club uh, if it weren't for the fact that Plantation Park Run is called Plantation Park Run because they're in Air Queensland, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. I Yeah. Are they? <laughs> yes. Yeah. On the Air Peninsula? Is that correct? I believe, I believe. My Queensland geography is pretty terrible. Haven't adventured too far in Queensland, but yeah, I believe that's the case. Well, Ollie, we're on the same page with that because I also have not done much tourism in Queensland, nor have I visited there very much. Mm. Which leads me to our next topic. Okay. So you indicated previously last week, perhaps, that often in a challenge... Uh, you feel second best because I've got more uh, events or or I tend to have a higher achievement than you. So I, I felt a bit bad about that because, you know, oh. it's not a competition, Ollie. I'm not trying to outdo you. And I'm okay being second best. I'm <laughs> happy to accept my place. Um. <laughs> but you know what? I had a look at our results. I, I put us side by side to see what I could see that you had that I didn't have. <laughs> and you may be surprised to know there are a few things. All right. So, Ollie, you've got your single ton. I do. I don't have that. No. You've done 141 events at Shell Harbour. I have. Ollie, you also have total volunteer roles of 404. Did you know that? I didn't realise it was quite that high, and I think that <laughs> comes to my multitasking. I've got 109. So you're, you're more of a focused, dedicated volunteer. <laughs> You also have 18 distinct volunteer roles, Mm -hmm. whereas I have 16. Oh, that one's close, Mel. Uh, (laughs) You have a V index of nine? That I do, yes. I have six. That's fairly close. Yeah. Mm. But there's a few things, see? See, there's a few things that you're out doing me on, Mm. and I give you kudos for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Of note, 
also, it was interesting that we've both done two countries. That's right. And we've both done Australia and Singapore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we are equal on that. Yeah. I wonder what the next one will be. Mm, New Zealand. New Zealand. New (laughs) Zealand. No challenge. New Zealand. (laughs) As much as we'd love to see all of you. Yes. Or it could be Japan if Zoe has any um, say in the matter. Okay. Zoe wants to go to Japan and I've been researching what their extra special day of the year is that they're allowed to do their special park run. Ah, okay. Just to double up. And do we know what it is? Because I can't remember. We do, but I've forgotten. Okay. (laughs) I think it's like Green Day or something. Oh, my goodness, that could be wrong. But that's okay. something like that. Yes. Any Japanese listeners can email us and let us know. Yes. Look, thank you for that, Mel. That does make me feel, uh, well, yeah, warm and fuzzy. (laughs) I appreciate you making me feel included. I still have ambitions on some of the others, but, yeah, I I also have the ambition to find a way to grow that V-index. I've got a few roles that I need to do quite quite a lot of work on, though, to get there. So give give me time. Don't forget you got your Z too. I haven't got my Z. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I have to go back for the new course. I mean, that's... Change the course. Oh, I have to go back for a damn shell harbour course. <laughs> I've only got the OG course. Now I've got to go back for the new one. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, moving <sighs> along, in other news, Mel, mm-hmm. other news, mm-hmm. off the press at time of recording, there's a new sponsor for Parkrun Australia. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, so Parkrun Australia have announced, uh, well, they have said, I should say, we're pleased to announce a new supporter will be joining the Parkrun Australia family from February 1. Blue Frog offer a range of cereals made from the best sustainably sourced ingredients from Australia, New Zealand and around the globe. And they go on to say, we feel that Blue Frog truly understand our values and will support us with a financial commitment appropriate to our growing size and scale. This announcement is incredibly positive for Parkrun Australia as we strengthen our financial position, ensuring we can continue to deliver free weekly events in an ever-increasing number of locations across the country. Welcome, Blue Frog. Oh, I'm a bit excited about this. I'm just having a look on their website now. (laughs) Their macadamia almond and manuka honey Mm. is very low sugar and grain free Mm. that works in with my low carb lifestyle i might have to support them being as their (laughs) parkrun sponsors now i wonder oh where do you get them uh well uh, i'm assuming we can start with the website but surely they they offer uh, here we are there's a store locator i will i'll do a bit of research in the meantime but i do see the little crafted in new zealand logo on them and they do have gluten-free raspberry coconut and toasted almond i hope our checks are in the mail mel i wonder if they want to sponsor a podcast <laughs> we no, could I- do with some free samples for palm if anybody else is out there listening that could help us out with some prizes for palm like we wouldn't say no uh, I'm already on their website, Ollie, for their store locators, and it looks like the closest one to me is Port Melbourne. So mm, it's my side of town. That's true. Yep. Not awfully close, but nope. yeah, yeah, maybe they do mail order. I can look into it. That's right. That's right. But yeah, free samples are not great to see another member of the Parkrun family. And Mel, speaking of Parkrun family, um, we don't actually have any, any roving reports this week, so we're going to throw to another member of our Parkrun family, 
our informant. This is The Informant, coming to you live from Level 2 with a view. And this week's view is well, nothing but darkness. You see, the stat job ran overtime and someone had to stay back and process the results. We put names in a hat to see who the sucker was going to be, and the sucker is me. I'm calling shenanigans. Oliver and the beige one have stitched me up big time because of last week. I have no proof, but, well, I just know it, eh? And so these stats are unofficial, blah, blah, blah. Who can tell? It's past dinner time, nobody cares. And I miss Survivor. COVID cracked on New Zealand again while Australia got rained on. There were 405 runs held down under, which is down 32 on last week. 395 of these were in Australia and 10 in New Zealand. This was out of 1,640 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance was, however, about the same, only down 140 to 40,520. 209-ish thousand ran worldwide, down 15-ish. There were two launches, Oakland's Estate Reserve in South Australia and one unpronounceable one in Poland. Down under, we had 3,941 PBs, while 1,894 people participated for the first time. 105 juniors reached the junior 10 milestone, 177 people reached their 50 milestone, 119 reached their 100 milestone, and 22 people reached their 250 milestone. 26 people called bingo. Scott Pelling was the quickest with 142 runs, while Ian Nicholl was slowest on 291 runs. There were 10 new states people. Beverly O'Sullivan, Josine Irving, Joan Simon, Hayley Thompson, Michael Hines, Carla Ormich-Kara completed the ACT. Jarvis Ryan, Scott Towner, Sarah Wardlaw, Sandy Chamberlain completed the Northern Territory, and Tanita Lutz became a Victorian. On the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, there is movement mid-pack. David Messenger, Kathleen Wallington and Nathan Castle all move up one to be equal 10th with Ros Burrell on 159 different park runs. Biggest movers overall were Joanna Henderson and Brent Radoslavich, who both moved 13 places up the rankings to 223 after running their 82nd different park run. 338 people lifted their windex. The biggest mover this week was Steve Harris, who smashed it. Steve jumps from 55 all the way up to 176, up 121 places and into second on the Queenslander list. In the junior park run world, there were five events. 273 juniors participated and there were 40 first-timers. 59 got a PB. Annabelle D, Andrew McCann, Charlie McCutcheon, Isabella Palmer, Natalie Ramirez scored their half-marathon wristband for 11 runs. Ada Gossink, Evan Cameron, Nathan Murphy, Riley Freer all scored marathon wristbands for 21 runs. And Riley Cairns, who is leading the race to bingo, picked up a new number and is now on 51. I hope all our junior parkies have had a great first week back at school. If you study hard and go to university, you too could get a job in a grey office making coffee working late, getting all the work done for no credit. Or you could do the smartest thing and join the circus. Have fun and get paid to run around, jump on trampolines, drive a funny car. Ahaha, <laughs> funny clown car. Not, oh my God, box funny pulsar. Yeah. Uh, if you want to 
to see the stats in full, search for the informant on Facebook. And there'll be a link or something, if someone remembers to post it. Latest! Thank you to our informants again this week. Ollie, which leads us into our mail this week. You've got mail. We heard from Michael Blaine, who sent us a message and said, Hi, guys. Love listening and just finished this week's on a drive to tourist and volunteer pacer at Harvey Bay tomorrow. Anyway, I, and I imagine many others who are hard of hearing, really struggle to hear clearly the informant. Is that his natural voice or is it distorted? If the latter, perhaps you'd tone down the distortion so people aren't excluded. The content of the segment is great, though. And thank you very much for your feedback, Michael. We really do appreciate that. That's right. So we probably should explain that uh, to protect the informant's identity, we do use a voice changer app to... Um, distort his voice and that's intentional so that he can't be recognised as to who he really is. And we have had feedback in the past that he is a little bit difficult to understand. Well, we understand that, but we are also committed to his voice. So it's a little bit awkward to change it at this point. Mm. And we've tried to slow him down. He does try to speak slower to try to overcome that problem. But the feedback that we get, especially if you're listening in a car, it is harder to understand what he's saying. Yes. However, he does publish his stats. He publishes them on his webpage and via his Facebook link. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mel. I was just going to say, and and um, that's uh, absolutely worth checking out because they're great stats. And uh, for anyone that hasn't jumped on to the informant's Facebook page or the webpage, which I believe is theinformant.me or .me, you'll find uh, quite a lot sitting in there. So I uh, highly recommend to check it out. Yes. Mm. But all the same, we, we always appreciate the feedback and we always appreciate the mail too. So thank you, Michael. Uh, we'll keep working with our informant. And, um, yeah, please uh, write into us anytime if you've got any other questions or feedback. And we should say as well, the intern, I believe, is a lot easier to understand. Yes, yeah. She, she does a fairly good job at uh, speaking through the app, doesn't she? She does, yes. Yes. Yeah. She's a little pro, probably because she's, what, a, a millennial? She be? <laughs> Tech savvy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, the, um, what's the generation after millennials? Is there another one? Because she's probably that newer one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to ask for feedback on that one because <laughs> I can't remember the generation. <laughs> well, this old Generation X doesn't, doesn't know <laughs> what the current generation is, so there you go. No, we can all watch on with Envy at uh, these tech-savvy new generationals, but um, it's good to have one of those on the team as well. It is, yeah. It keeps us on our toes. That's right. Speaking of keeping us on our toes, uh, Dazza kind of wanted to keep us on our toes as well this week, Mel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at Dazza's this week, we did ask for a bit of feedback and Dazza went on to say, last week's geography lesson was so successful, we had record responses. And again, thank you, everyone. But unless we all want a two-hour pod, Mel and Ollie are going to have to find a way to bring you the best of the best, the highlights. So the short format will return this week and we're open to suggestions for selection criteria. But most of all, we want to hear all the goss from today's Parkrun Adventures. Uh, yes, Ollie, uh, can I just interject? Please. So, Ollie, did I not uh, perhaps 
suggest last week that Daz's may have been a little bit long. <laughs> you did. You absolutely did. And I think uh, in all my excitement, I did suggest that uh, I did really want to to listen to all of Daz's. Uh, <laughs> I and I think at say, one point like, I, I did, and, and I did what, acknowledge what did that. You, uh, um, what, did you, what did you say? <laughs> I love this segment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, uh, you, you mean uh, off the air? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the words were, you were absolutely right, Mel. Uh, as much as we love hearing and sharing everyone's feedback, we at least get to do that over the weekend on Parkrun Day and, and you know, the equivalent of Parkrun Boxing Day, otherwise known as Junior Parkrun Day. So sometimes the short format is worthwhile, yes. So Mel was right, Ollie. Mel was absolutely right. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we have come up with a new format this week. Yes. We are going to do uh, abbreviated Dazzers. Yep. We have looked at the comments that we've received. Mm-hmm. We know we've had 32 comments and we appreciated every single one of them and we read them all. We know that many of them were from home park runs and many of them were touristing. And we had a whole kaleidoscope of adventures. So we're going to choose and read out the best of the best. Bit of a sampler. Yeah, a show bag. That's right. (laughs) So shall I go first? Yeah, let's take it in turns, Mel. Okay. Well, I see you've already put my name against this, Ollie. Thank you very much. You're welcome. On the home park run stakes, we had Greta Wilkinson saying home at Mount Barker to celebrate the arrival of the third green shirt. And we had a photo of three Wilkinsons splendid in their 250 shirts. Congratulations to the Wilkinsons. Yeah, excellent job there. Over on the New Zealand front, we heard from Alison King, who went to Taupo Park Run. was a lovely morning catching up with friends, much faster than all other park runs this year. It's either a fast course or everything fell into place. Oh, no, she said fell. I just realised that. Oh, Alison, we are really, really sorry to see yes. about your recent accident on your trek. Yes, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if for those who aren't aware, Alison has actually had a terrible fall and broken her ankle. Quite nasty. She had to be helicoptered out from where she was. Yeah. And at time of recording, she's waiting. It's the second night that she's been in hospital and she's waiting for her operation to repair her ankle. And um, I could get the pronunciation wrong. I mean, it looks spectacular where she was. Um, so, yeah, really um, obviously feel for Alison what would have been a great experience otherwise. Um, I think it's uh, Tongariro Crossing. No idea. No? Okay. A safe and and hopefully relatively pain-free recovery for you, Alison. She'll be back on her feet as soon as she can, no doubt about it. But, yeah, all Mm. the best on your recovery for that, Alison. Yes. In the most likes area of posts this week, Ollie, we had Abigail's (laughs) mum who said, it's my last day of captivity today, so a treddy knotty for me and making my own post-run cuppa. It's worth mentioning, I don't have a lock on my toilet door, so no fear of being locked in. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa, 
Hashtag, it will never be not funny. <laughs> so there's a little toilet gag. Yes. Uh, look, and um, special shout out to Abigail's mum and her home parkrun crew. I did like the report on the home parkrun from Abby last week. For those <laughs> that uh, have listened to the end of last week's podcast, Check it out. Uh, I think, yeah, there was a special extra role for the volunteers, for the marshals. Musical chairs. Yes, being sat on. That's right. <laughs> um, speaking of volleys, Richard reported in and shared, volunteered as barcode scanner at San Remo Parkrun this morning, hoping to get my final single for that elusive century at our home parkrun, Pioneer Dairy, next week, if their permit dramas are sorted out. Oh. <gasps> That sounds ominous. Yes. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I haven't followed the Pioneer Dairy uh, Parkrun story of late, but, yeah, that, that can certainly be a bit of a challenge. So fingers crossed for you guys. So Richard's set for his single tonne next week as long as Pioneer Dairy goes ahead. Yes, yes. Is that how I take that? Oh, That's good luck, right. Richard. I hope it goes ahead. I mean, these things do sometimes take time. I can relate, but I'm sure everyone's working on it and it's going to be all the more sweet when it's back. Yes. Now, in the Parkrun Adventurer catch-up stakes, we heard from Sam Schroeder. I had visitors. Patrick Schmitzek, Michael Gentle and Roberta Winters came to experience the Picton course and then we had a lovely breakfast and chatted happily about parkrun adventures, as you do. And it was nice to see the photo of the group at brunch. Oh, I think a few Nendies being crossed off there or at least one. Um, <laughs> Sam, I need to do the same, but great to see everyone uh, fronding away there. And Sam putting Picton on the list. That's on, right. On, on the map. I should say. Yes. Over in the UK, Phil Olsen, Henlow Bridge Lakes. Easy to pronounce today, but the coffee machine wasn't working. So please, can I have a coffee, Dazza? It was nice leaving home in the daylight today too. First time this year. Just as well as it was daylight because that would have been a bit harsh without the coffee. I can appreciate that because I know how exciting it is to travel down to juniors, especially when I've got to go down for pre-event setup and uh, it's light and I'm not driving down there in the dark and hitting kangaroos. Yes, 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 well and truly. I can also appreciate the easier to pronounce parkrun, although I think I may still have butchered it. So <laughs> apologies, Phil. Now, the first of our tourist posts this week, Bernadette Bennett, a trip to Canberra for athletics saw us test our trail undulations at Mount Ainsley. All the goss. RD Suzanne was handing out friendly first-timer welcomes, finished tokens, and the best-tasting choco brownie I've ever eaten. I don't know if the brownie is a regular occurrence, but the locals seem to take it in their stride, so I'm thinking it is. So I'm thinking it is regular enough to keep the numbers steady. And it was her birthday, as she said, last one in the Foxy 50s before joining the Sexty 60s. <laughs> and Bernadette posted a lovely photo of herself and perhaps her significant other in the rundown undertops. Very nice. Another tourist, Michael Scott. Hi, Dazza. Made it to Sydney's latest gem. Wentworth Common Park Run in Sydney Olympic Park. Terrific run and caught up with volunteering, running and walking friends. Unfortunately, no one to share brunch with. Maybe next week, Dazza. See you then. Oh, well, thank you, Michael, for dropping in and sharing your online brunch at Dazza's. That's right. Because that's what we're here for. 
Yeah. We also heard from tourist and challenge chaser Heather Morgan. I continued on my adventuring streak even though I was super worn out and worried about the storm brewing at home, but I made a three-hour trek down the Hume on Friday night. Windex hunted a 47 at Aurora and did something I've never done before, first female and fourth overall. I had no idea what position I was in as it is a four-lap course and people were passing each other all the time. Something to be said for small events as where else can you come fourth with a time of 27.43? My best time since October 2020, which incidentally was the beginning of my tourist streak. I was super happy with my effort this morning. And Heather posted a fantastic photo of herself in the selfie frame holding her token number four. Well done, Heather. That's fantastic. Uh, Congratulations. Obviously a very, uh, I think, magical set of ingredients there. But what an achievement. Uh, Nice fast time. Mm. And continuing the tourist and challenge theme there, Mel, Matthew Probus. Sydney officially complete. Thank you to Kathy Ray for handing my race token and hat at Parramatta today and to everyone who has encouraged me along the way. It all started New Year's Day 2021 out at Campbelltown and I have been to a different location ever since. Lots of great stories and memories and such a great community. Erkan Ruddock, great idea of the knighthood photo. I'm now officially a Rayfarer and... Matthew did share the photo of said knighthood from the Queen herself, Kathy Ray, knighting Matthew. Congratulations. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, all those Sydney events completed. So that, that's quite a trek through a particularly difficult time frame, uh, a, a challenging time. So that's got to feel pretty sweet. It does. Okay, Ollie, time to choose the Obi winner for the week. Have you got the envelope? Oh, oh, hang on. Um, up, oh, yep. No, it's just been handed to me. <laughs> Thank you to our intern. Um, okay. Hang on, I haven't. I haven't heard the envelope sound. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes, I better open the envelope. Okay. <laughs> sorry, it was stuck. <laughs> Okay, this week's Obi goes to Matthew Probus. Congratulations. Uh, Look, well done to everyone and some great achievements in there. But happy Rayfarer. Yeah, and a great photo there as well that was shared. And um, we hope you enjoyed the new format of Dazzers, which we will bring to you going forward. That's right. Thank you, everyone. Moving along once again, Mel, how's the Adventurers Club looking? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need another round of applause, but I won't put everybody through that again. That's okay. They can remember the sound, yes. <laughs> We're up to 105. We've achieved our 100 shirt. Hooray. 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 So, yes, we were up eight this week. Okay. Which was another big jump for us. So thank you to everybody who's come on board. We had 83 members on the Consolidated Club Report. That includes seven events in the UK, which are, oh, goodness me, can you remember how you say that one? <laughs> Do you want me to have a go? Oh, please. <laughs> yes. 
So we had Southampton, Rising Sun, uh, Hague Woodland, Tooting Common, Urchester Country, Peel, and Henlow Bridge Lakes. Uh, you know what? I really like the sound of Tooting Common. I, <laughs> I don't know yes. why. Yes. It just makes me feel happy when I hear Tooting Common. So <laughs> shout out, big shout out to Tooting Common. We had two in New Zealand, which was Taupo and Greytown Woodside Trail. Two in South Africa, Abotsi and Norm Hudland Trails. And none in America. Yes, Snow Day, perhaps. Joe Creason. They were cancelled. They were. (laughs) They were. Uh, No, look, uh, I suppose it's that time of the year. But, yeah, well done, everyone. Once again, that's a big turnout in the Adventurous Club on the report. It is. Now, I should mention how many events went ahead in New Zealand, if I could remember how many they were. (laughs) (laughs) Alison told me and I've forgotten. I can't remember if it was two or ten. What do you think it would be, Ollie? Google will tell me shortly. Um, (laughs) Tappity, 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 tappity. That's right. It's probably 10. I don't think it would be two. Uh, I'm still unsure. Sorry, Mel. (laughs) Okay. Um, I believe it was 10. Yes. All right. Well, that is because New Zealand is in code red and there was only a limited amount of park runs that were allowed to go ahead. Uh, and we're unsure how long that will go on for. Yes, hoping the situation improves for you all there soon, but uh, that park run can return as soon as it's safe to do so. That's right. Now, Ollie, uh, what is on the horizon for you next week? More of the same, I think, Mel. Not meaning to spoil the surprise, but I'm going to Shell Harbour. Ah, Gosh, we haven't heard much from that park run this week. What on earth went wrong? <laughs> yeah, I think we, we used up all of our SBFs in recent <laughs> podcasts, so a bit of balance is needed. And what about yourself, Mel? Oh, please don't take me off the, uh, the park run club list, but I don't know that I can park run this week. Ah. It's playing on my mind i'm thinking of all contingencies how i can possibly (laughs) still register a park run no unfortunately i am required at work yep which starts at 8 (laughs) a.m oh much to my dismay i mean i don't want to throw cats amongst pigeons but i mean Sometimes there are other things in life. (laughs) No. um, I love my job. I love my job. I love my job. That's right. Look, the last – and sorry to cut you off, Mel, but the the last two years have prepared you for this. You you can do this. That's what Notties are for. That is the whole problem, Ollie. I've missed so many park runs over Uh, the last two years when it's come from bushfires and COVID. So – I am really reluctant to have to miss any that I don't need to miss, especially when Parkrun's actually running. Very understandable. So it's really – I'm sure everybody out there who's an adventurer can feel my pain. Mm -hmm. If I can find a way, I will, and you'll have to tune in next week to see if I do. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, we both need to make it to a music festival. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness me. Yes. Yeah. Well, Mel, I suppose with uh, 
that uh, not-so-bright prospect for both of us <laughs> running a park run next week. Uh, we look forward to hearing everyone else's experiences at Dazz's, of course. And as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more of your adventures. Junior Park Run. What? We're going to the movies. What are you going to see? Adam's Family 2. Oh, have fun. We will. Guess what we're going to get? What? We're going to get a drink each and ice cream each. Like, we're going to share it, me and Hannah. Okay. What's your favourite flavour ice cream? Boysenberry. Oh. Yeah. Bye. Stay safe.